Do you remember being a kid and going up to your parents or whoever was looking after you and saying, I'm bored. And now as an adult or an older kid or a big kid, whatever you may be, do you find yourself still dealing with boredom? I don't know that it's necessarily a bad thing, but if you're starting to feel like boredom is becoming too frequent in your life, if it's becoming chronic, or if you're not sure what to do with yourself and with your free time, let's talk about some solutions to go forward from this boredom, live with this boredom, deal with this boredom. So when we're talking about boredom, what do we really mean? I think to me, it's that feeling of not really knowing what to do in a given moment, but it's also a feeling generally of having nothing stimulating, nothing engaging to do. I think we could think about boredom in the short term, you know, you're bored at work, there's nothing to do in the moment, you're hanging around at home waiting for a phone call or whatever, there's nothing to do in that moment. But there's also that long-term or chronic or trending boredom where life seems to have uh, less meaning or no meaning. Uh, we, day after day, aren't sure what to do with ourselves. Nothing fulfills us. The same old things, repetition. I, I think probably that long-term chronic boredom is more dangerous. Short-term boredom may, in fact, actually be a jumping off point. But it's worth thinking about boredom as being unsure what to do or appearing or seeming or feeling like there is nothing to do, nothing that engages you, nothing that stimulates you, nothing that moves you forward. So I think the obvious problem with boredom is that we end up doing nothing and life passes us by. This can leave us anxious, depressed, unfulfilled, like boredom can be a, a big problem and it can lead to worse mental health, as you may know. You know, boredom could also lead to self-abuse or risky behavior, trying to find some kind of, some kind of excitement. Now you might say, well, there's no real danger to me being bored. And I'd say that's fine, I think, in the short term. But, you know, if, if you day to day or in your free time or just want to sit around at home, you know, scrolling on the phone, watching the same old shows until it's acceptable to eat again or acceptable to go to bed. Yeah, there's no real immediate danger to your well-being, but... I'd say that there might be a real danger to your spiritual well-being. I'd say that if you're chronically bored, you know, you're not advancing yourself, you're not challenging yourself in some way, at least sometimes, um, there's a danger there to not becoming uh, who you could really be. There's a danger that you will never unleash your full potential on the world or even experience uh, growth within yourself. You know, there's even a theory called adaptive restlessness and I'm no big proponent of scientific evolutionary theories but you know it, it, what it says is that boredom was a signal to to our ancestors our hunter-gatherer ancestors I guess to go forward and find some other way to contribute or to produce if you feel restless you feel bored it makes sense then that that's an invitation that's a stimulus from within the body to go <laughs> frankly look for something to do and you know, you, if following this line of thinking, um, when survival was not guaranteed and survival had to be fought for and worked for, um, boredom could be kind of a kick in the ass to go, uh, you know, don't, don't fall into the trap of taking life too easy and, and go look for ways to keep yourself safe, contribute to the herd, uh, produce. 
And to me, that makes a lot of sense now in modern times. I think if we're attending to our own needs, right, our nutrition, exercise, movement, getting some form of creativity, maybe some form of socializing. Um, If we're mindfully, even when we're alone, if we're mindfully being aware of our thoughts, our posture, our breathing, and if we're putting time into thinking about our hopes, our dreams, um, I don't see a time for, there's really no time for boredom if we're fully attending to all the facets of what it means to be human. So I think that in that sense, boredom is an invitation to being more of who we are, not waiting for life to happen, but to um, build our happening, right? To, to happen, right? It's, you think things aren't happening? Well, then it's up to you to maybe make things happen. And it doesn't have to be some big grandiose gesture. It can simply be, like I said, attending to your breath, your posture, maybe putting a little bit of time into thinking about any of the necessary facets of life. And There's more to say about this, but let me just stop here and say, if chronic boredom is taking over, if you feel like life is passing you by, you may be asking, well, what can we do about it? I have a few solutions here that I've put to work on my own life. I'd like to share and touch on a few uh, objections that may be cropping up in your mind right now. So when it comes to solutions for boredom, I think one thing I heard, one thing I had to realize for myself is that anxiety quite often arises when there's too many ways to go. It's not necessarily, I mean, anxiety can arise for any number of reasons, but when we have so many options, so many things we can do, it begins to feel like anxiety. You know, if we have one singular path forward, that path may be hard. I'd say that, you know, it might almost be more difficult when we're not sure of the path to go. So when life feels dull or when life feels out of reach, I have to get myself very, very clear on what's important to me, right? There's all these things I can do with my life. There's all these potential things I can imagine. There's all these things I see online. There's all these people I know and the way they're living their lives. But again, that can lead to boredom because I choose not to act because I don't know how to act. So the remedy here is to get very, very clear on what's important to me. I've done this and I should probably do it again. Write down my values. Spend some time thinking about what's important to me. Yes, we may feel unfulfilled now. So ask yourself, what are the things I can do? What are the things that are important to me that would make me feel fulfilled? And sure, I understand if if depression is a problem for you, if this boredom has really, or if it's part of a deeper uh, sadness, a deeper sense of, of longing and, you know, that life is passing you by, Sure, you might realize, and I've said before, that this podcast is not going to be a silver bullet for you. It's not going to just change everything, but think about that. Maybe put a little bit of time into attending to these issues. Yes, I'm unfulfilled now. What would it look like to be a little bit fulfilled? You know, for me, uh, my health is fairly important. So I put time into thinking about what I'm going to eat trying to discipline myself to eat properly, putting a little bit of time into exercise, stretching, yoga, weightlifting, walking, hydration. You know, I've got cleanliness written here, although if you saw my house, you wouldn't necessarily think I valued cleanliness, but trying to keep on top of the mess that I make. Honesty, being honest with other people, being honest with myself, being honest and say, look, I can't, I can't do this work for that amount of money, or I can't be here at this time, or 
Yes, I can extend myself and be there to help you. Whatever honesty looks like to me, that's something I try and push forward. Self-awareness. If you listen to the last episode, I talked all about how to generate self-awareness. Creativity. Making time for this podcast. Uh, for you know, getting down in the basement and playing the drums, playing the guitar, singing songs, photography, videography. This is me now, but this is what I'd suggest to you. If boredom seems to be creeping into your life, and if it may be a result of, wow, oh, there's so many things I need to do, I don't know which way to go forward. Take a little time now to not worry about going forward, or at least not going any more forward than thinking about what is important to you. What do you value? What might it take for you to be fulfilled? Number two, I seem to put this forward as, as a solution to many things, but hey, let me know if it doesn't work be, or I'm just going to keep on pushing this. Putting some awareness toward what it is that you're currently doing, observing your life in its current state, observing and making note of the activities that you and the behaviors that you are taking part in. You know, I saw a really interesting uh, post on one of those Facebook groups, uh, self-improvement groups, where young guy said he was 20 years old, moved out of his parents' house, moved cities. And I have to really respect that. That's not something I've had the courage to do. I mean, I've moved out of my parents' house, but I still live in the same city. Uh, but he said, um, you know, I'm, I, I moved for work and I'm, I'm bored again. You know, I moved out of my parents' house at 20. I moved to a new city and I'm bored. And, you know, to me, I think what I could say about that is that it reveals that fear of the unfamiliar, that fear of the unknown. Here we are in a new city with a million different streets to go to, clubs to join, bars to go to, sporting events, debates, you name it, churches, traveling, whatever that looks like, whatever life in a city looks like to you, there's infinite ways to go. And so it's easy then to say, well, I'm not going to go anyway. And then we fall back and I'm not meaning to psychoanalyze this guy. I think he'll figure it out. But to fall back into those familiar comforts of the phone and social media and just living online where it's easy, you know, I can disengage, I can engage, there's that anonymity, I can see whatever I want, I can say whatever I want. Um, and that staying insular, staying insulated, staying alone, uh, being disconnected, that's, if that's what the life you've known, then it's very easy to fall back into that when the way forward well, it would look like the opposite, where we have to be accountable, where we have to go look people in the eye and talk to them, where we have to go uh, put ourselves out there. And, you know, a certain amount of, of alone time is certainly necessary. Uh, but I, I guess I would say, and like, look, this is not trying to be unsolicited advice on how to live a better life. I'm trying to put into words how I've begun to live a better life in the hopes that this might help you if you're searching you know, a certain amount of doing nothing is necessary. But when we're talking about, I want to live a better life, but I'm falling back into the old comforts, you know, putting that free time into developing your personal qualities uh, really becomes paramount in my eyes to develop the personal qualities that you have, pursue what's meaningful, whether that's fitness, cooking, learning about food. If you have a hobby, music, art, painting, you're building a business, you're building a website, uh, you partake in some kind of social group, um, even if that group is online. Developing those qualities allows us to become somebody who can contribute in a social sphere. So 
in this example where social life seems to be a bit too much, okay, fine, let's put some time into developing ourselves to become somebody who has some skills to offer, who has some opinions, who has some self-confidence because they know themselves and then feels good about presenting that self out to the world. So if in this case, boredom is becoming sort of a, a result or a symptom of comfort or a result of that, you know, not challenging yourself to break out of the comfort zone. Okay, fine. But let's use that time at home to develop ourselves into somebody who then one day can go forward and bring something to the world. Number three, and this may seem counterintuitive, but then it's a good solution, right? Get enough rest. Resting can be boring, right? Sometimes laying on the couch watching TV is boring. You say, well, I'm bored. Well, it's like, <laughs> it's still necessary. Napping, staying in, relaxing, doing easy stuff around the house. If you're bored, this is what I've realized about myself, it could well be because you are tired, you're burned out, if you will. You've been, you've been working, you've been seeing people, maybe you've been putting yourself out there, you've been expending energy in some way or another. You've been, maybe you've had some tra traumatic or, or, you know, emotionally um, negative experiences with family or whatever that may be. If you're bored, it could well be a symptom of, well, you're tired, you're burned out, you're overworked, and now you're forcing yourself to live life as if you weren't, right? I, I really do think that taking the time to regenerate, taking the time to rejuvenate, you may find the strength to go forward and pursue those things that you used to love, those things that didn't bore you. You know, becoming whole, becoming fully yourself to then go and re-attack, to, to retake life uh, once you have, you know, healed essentially. And I really wanted to make that point about rest because so often we say, well, I'm bored. I'm laying around at home. I'm scrolling on the phone. I'm Look, those activities may not be super healthy to do all the time, but I, I would say a certain amount is necessary. So then lastly, I would say at a certain point, we have to just be okay with the boredom, right? If it's not all the time, right? If it kind of comes and goes, if there's those boring days, um, I personally don't seem to have too many of them. Maybe I could do with some more rest. Maybe I could do with a little more introspection if that were possible. But let that let that boredom be a time to attend to the basics. Like truly your breathing, your posture, becoming aware of your thoughts, right? That's mindfulness. Thinking about what we're thinking. Realizing that we can have more control over our thoughts if we're aware of them. And recentering yourself. Now, again, as I was saying before, chronic boredom long-term boredom, the, the trend of boredom can lead to depression, can obviously lead to anxiety. Me saying to be okay with the boredom might not be the right answer for you here, but again, think about it. If that boredom is signaling to you that you need to come home to yourself and think about your posture, your breathing, your diet, well, hey, let that be boring then. But I, I think once you start down the road of attending to those things, you'll find that it's not boring at all. How could it be boring uh, to be yourself and to become yourself and to challenge and advance yourself and to, to see what's really going on inside? So I think that, you know, like so many of our, our mental states, boredom is an invitation to, to know the self deeper, to attend to ourself and to let our imagination and our creativity come out. If, if it's severe and chronic, 
you know, I think all the more reason to maybe put some thought into what's important to you, what the solutions to your problems might look like. And, you know, maybe, maybe you'll find that in that boredom, there's time to focus on yourself if you've been focusing on, on others and, and external things too much, right? And it's not going to be boring because I think what you'll find is that there's like a big, strong, shiny version of you that, that wants to come out and it's going to take one step at a time. But that boredom, you know, now that survival for the most part is a little easier than it used to be, that boredom is a signal that there's, there's more to do for yourself. There's more time you can put into yourself. And I hope uh, that I've maybe put some suggestions or some, some advice out there to get you thinking about, look, if you have this time to lay around bored, or if there's downtime at work, or if uh, you live alone, that's time for you, man, or woman. And that's, Really, that's a gift. That's what I would say. And in some weird way, boredom could be a gift if you're willing to channel it inward and see uh, just how much can be found within. So I want to thank you for listening and thank you for watching. Please get in touch. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram. Try to post there a bit more. If you're just listening, please check out the YouTube channel. There's some uh, short content there. Every episode has a a video component to it now. Please, would really appreciate if you have time to drop a review uh, on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Let me know that this content is reaching you, that it's making a difference, if it is or not. And uh, until we speak again, please remember that better is possible.